Nigeria hikes key interest rate to 18% and we discuss the importance of the academia industry interaction. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adol. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adol. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. Industry and businesses have been principal beneficiaries of academic outcomes developed in education institutions and research laboratories. Ultimately, the Global Society benefits from the joint effort of non-profit institutions and for-profit businesses. But the synergy is not given due recognition and appreciated in a tangible manner by society in general. Dev Shamro, Senior Consultant with CITC Technologies, joins us for this episode to discuss the academia industry interaction and how it can be mutually beneficial. Okay, um, very few countries have actually integrated academia into manufacturing. Very few countries, okay? In Africa, not many countries have done that. It's very important that industries or manufacturers go to these universities and training centers first for skilled labor, two, for technology adoption, three, for innovation, and four, for integration. A lot of these professors, they have a lot of knowledge of how to integrate local and foreign technologies into the production process. They can bring solutions to people who have problems, but there is no platform of integrating academia into manufacturing. Okay? And it's, it's like two people talking um, on different level. Somebody has, someone has to uh, integrate them together. Okay? The, the private sector must feel that if I have a problem, how do I get that, uh, to the academia? The academia must know if I do provide services, how do I get paid for it? So the private sector can't say, I go to the professor, I get something for free. No, it doesn't work. So a platform has to be created with regards to compensation and things. Okay? So in, in many countries, it's the National Productivity Council that takes the role of integrating these things. Okay? Instead of just buying a foreign technology, academia can play the role of integrating this one into local. But more importantly, creating the innovation, this is where academia comes along. I'm training and training the, the, the people, the staff as skills, but not at the university level, but more at the, what you call the uh, vocational training level. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. On the Rwanda Stock Exchange, today's trading session recorded a total turnover of 1,177,000,000 worth of bonds traded in one deal on the fixed income market, while the equities market remained constant. The all-share index remained constant to close at 142.89 at the end of the former trading hours on the Bank of Kigali counter, the outstanding offers of 43,100 shares between 271 and 280 Rwanda francs, and an outstanding bid of 25,000 shares at 265 Rwanda francs on the MTN Rwanda counter. There were outstanding offers of 1,290,100 shares between 174 and 180 Rwanda francs, and no bids on the bonds market. There were no offers and no bids. 
and a quick trip around Africa inability to pay for digital technologies is denying sub-Saharan countries full benefits, including job creation and fighting poverty. This is according to World Bank. It comes as countries continue to invest heavily in infrastructure, both by the government and the private sector. The World Bank notes that key digital technologies-related issue for African enterprises is still low productive use. Market data shows Morocco leads with 84.1% on internet penetration followed by Egypt at 71.9%, South Africa at 68.25%, Algeria at 60.6%, Ghana at 53%, and Nigeria at 51%. Others in the top 10 list are Kenya with 42%, Tanzania and Ethiopia both at 25%, and DR Congo at 17.6%. The main factors affecting enterprise use of smartphones and computers and more sophisticated digital technologies are lack of ability to pay for them and willingness to use them. Tanzania is expected to receive its first ever cargo plane in April, two months ahead of the initial June schedule. Exporters of horticultural products say the coming of Air Tanzania Company Limited Boeing 767-300F, which can carry 54 tons of cargo, means they'll no longer be compelled to transport their goods to Nairobi and onwards to outside markets via Jomo Kenyatta International Airport. The Central Bank of Nigeria unanimously decided to lift its monetary policy rate by 50 basis points to 18% at its March 2023 meeting, following a 100 basis points hike in January, citing price and exchange rate pressures and expectations of removal of a petrol subsidy. The annual inflation rate in Nigeria accelerated for the second month to a near 17 and a half year high of 21.9.1% in February of 2023, from 21.82% in the prior month, surpassing market expectations of 21.85%. Meanwhile, the economy advanced by more than expected 3.52% from a year ago in the fourth quarter of 2022, following the third quarter's 2.25% rise, supported by non-oil sectors, namely services. The decision is the first since the all-progressive Congress candidate Bola Tinubu won last month's presidential elections. Tinubu, who is due to take office in May, pledged to remove fuel subsidies and carefully review and better optimize the nation's system of multiple exchange rates, which he described as somewhat arbitrary. Thank you for always waking up with us from 700 cities and 112 countries. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com, and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial, and you can find me at with a dog.